I've been reading and researching about habits for the last few months. And honestly, at this point, I'm borderline obsessed with learning everything I can about what makes us do things over and over. We're talking about things that you might consider good habits and bad habits, things that propel you towards happiness and productivity and other things that you're trying to quit. I think I'm so into this because what I've really seen in my life is that success is the product of your daily habits more than your big goals or your motivation or a big life transformation moment. Bottom line, if you want to get better results, I think that setting up a new system will give you a better outcome than goal setting. So today, we're going to talk about how to do more of this with one easy hack. We are making it easy to do more of what you want to do and make it harder to do things that you don't want to do. It's simple and it works. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. This topic of habits is a big one. It's really what we do all day, every day. So we have many podcasts coming about habits and all the different strategies and what experts say. When I say experts, I'm talking about the four leading people in this industry who have written best-selling books and who have really dedicated their life's research and their writing to learning and discovering everything about habits and routines, how to add, like build new good habits into our lives, into our days, and how to get rid of bad habits. I love everything about habits. I am habit obsessed currently, and I'm reading and learning and researching everything I can. I wanted to do this podcast very specifically because this is a big topic, lots of different things to read and lots of different tips. And while most of them are pretty much in alignment, there's different strategies and different people take different angles. I wanted to do a topic, one podcast, all about this one hack, this one hack that I think is so good. You know I love a hack. I'm like, break it down for me. Like I can be so motivated. I can listen to something and yes, I'm going to remember that, but then real life happens and we just go back into the routine and doing the same things that we do most days. So I love a hack because I like it to be practical and easy to add into my daily life. So when I'm reading and researching, that's what I'm always trying to do to bring to this podcast, something very practical. Take all this information and extract it and make it very, very applicable to your real life. That's what we're doing here. Here is the hack. Whatever it is that you want to do or want to do more of or want to do less of, make it obvious in your environment. So the whole concept of this is the things that are around us that we see more of, it prompts us to do. So that could be bad or good. Say you want to drink lots and lots of water. Maybe you prep 
a couple water bottles and you leave them strategically. So we're going to call that your environmental trigger. It's in the it's in your environment and it is a trigger that you have set out so that you drink more water. On the other side, maybe you want to try to eat less sugar. But if you have a, you know, huge, huge containers of all the different flavors of Oreos out, that's out and in your environment so that it, you're more likely to eat, eat more sugar because it's out and it's in your environment and it's something that you're seeing all the time. So this is what we're talking about. We're talking about how we can make cues in our daily life to do more of what we want. Let me give you some examples of how you can use this in your life. Say you want to, let's do some kid examples. Say you want to read to your kids every night, but you get busy, you don't prioritize it, you forget about it till it's too late. So put books out. It sounds so simple, I'm telling you, but it's the best. Put books out as your trigger. Put it out in your space so it's obvious and it's there and then you're more likely to do it. Say you want, for me, I want to remember, Parker's now, my little guy is three, he turns four in a couple months and he's starting to do T-ball and he can barely swing this little guy. And so I want to every day just get outside for 10, 15 minutes and do T-ball with him. But with the other kids and, and my business and all the different things that we all have, it's hard for me to find the time, remember to do it. You know, I'm pu- just pulled in so many different directions, helping with homework and all the things. So what I have figured out that works great for me is I have a tray in the kitchen, like just my normal decorative tray that has faux flowers and a candle. And that's what I call like in my mind, my trigger tray. And then I also have one in the bedroom that has like a picture frame and a little candle, just like a decorative um, tray, like a large tray. And I will put things in my tray that I want to be triggered to do. I also have a sort of black little bench from Restoration Hardware. It's just like a faux fur black bench that's kind of by my dining room, but a little bit off to the side. Because the downside of this is you don't you likely don't just want stuff like trigger piles all over your home. And I live with my husband who would, I'm telling you, he would have things looking like it's sterile for surgery. He doesn't even need a picture frame, honestly. He likes nothing on the counters. He wants everything clean. He would have everything stark white if we did not have children. So I want him to come home and feel happy and feel like he's happy in his environment. So, and I am someone who tends to have piles of things just because I'm complicated and, and I, I like, you know, art and, and different things. So I try to reduce my piles, but I do have these trigger areas that I feel like keep things nice. And also people know not to move them. When I have my sweet house helper, Remedios helping me, she knows not to move things that are in my trigger trays. So maybe you have supplements that you're just not great about taking. Prep them and put them in there. I'm telling you, it's easier to, first of all, have clarity in all the different things. And like I said, we are going to have lots of awesome talks and awesome podcasts about habits. But one of the things that I've read that lots of people say is that habits are really, um, a lot of times people lack clarity. They lack motive. The people think that they lack motivation, but they really lack clarity. So 
to help our decisions be better during the day, let's get clarity and let's like write it down, do a brain dump. What do you need to do more of? What do you want to do less of? So take the things out of your environment, like the six columns of all the assorted Oreo cookies, take those out of your environment so they're not in your eye line. There are so much research that shows that our environment plays so much into our habits. And also we're going to do another podcast on the people we're around because that plays a lot into our decisions too. So it's really interesting. And I read that environment is like the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. So these small changes can lead to big changes in behavior over time. So say you want to drink more water. You want to take your supplements, prep them in your little baggie the night before and set them where you're going to see them or put them on your desk. You know, every day you go down, you sit down at your desk to do your emails. Perfect. Put your huge jug of water and put your supplements right there. So it's less remembering. It's less, um, you know, you're just triggered by it. Also for me, it makes things that I want to do. Oftentimes I find myself procrastinating on things that weren't really a big deal. Like it could take me two minutes to do, but I'm like, you know, like vitamins. Gosh, I don't want to go open them up. That's like, I just don't feel like doing it right now. But in reality, it's like a two minute thing. You grab the supplements and you take them. So by just having them out for me, it takes the decision out of it. Every habit is initiated by a cue. We are more likely to notice cues that stand out. So make the cues of good habits obvious in your environment. I just love this. So have your little areas, have your things, and the things that you want to do more of. And I find that this, I'm also reading a lot, and I've done done podcasts already on how to be focused and less distracted, how to have a healthy relationship with your phone, So a lot of times if I have, say between, say dinner's cooking and I have 15 minutes and I'm like, all right, I've got 15 minutes. I can't do something, you know, big. I just have 15 minutes rather than scrolling and just like scrolling my phone or online shopping or something that just kind of like eats up the minutes. I'll, I'll, you know, walk past my black bench with Parker's T-ball stuff out there. Or maybe I'll put stuff that I want to organize from whatever it is, like, you know, a drawer or or something that I want to do. Some of these things are things that I want to do all the time, but other things I'm just putting it out as a trigger because that's what would make me feel good. That's what would make me feel productive. Organizing this this whole thing would make me feel really productive. It's something that uh, one of my goals. And going back to clarity, I always try to write down what are the overall things that I'm focused on right now. And one of mine right now is home organization. I really want to slowly get to where every corner of the house is purged. We remove and give away things that we don't need and it's all nice and organized so we know where things are. So as part of that, when I think of something that needs to be organized or done, I'll put that down there. So it's not necessarily the same thing over and over, but I have clarity of the overall purpose. So when I'm sort of prepping things, I know what my overall goals and one of my overall goals is just being more organized, having less stuff and everything having a place. So in knowing that, I'll bring something down to the black ottoman and I'll know that when I have those 15 minutes, I make the best use of those 15 minutes. Really interesting. It's so much easier to build new new habits in a new environment 
because you're not fighting against old cues. So switch it up, change up your space, change it up so that we have positive, more positive triggers for the things that you want and less triggers for things that you don't want to do anymore. So like I said, maybe you want to drink more water. Maybe you want to exercise more. So maybe right as a trigger, right at the base of your bed is all your running clothes. So you get up, that's your trigger. This is the first thing I'm going to do, whether it's five minutes or whether it's an hour, you're going to put on your exercise clothes and you're going to go exercise. It just removes the decision of it. Like you've already decided that you want to exercise however many days a week, or you want, this is one of your goals to get stronger. So that decision has been made. You put it by the foot of the bed, you make it easier to do, and it's your trigger that that's what the next step is. And in learning about habits, I learned so much, especially as you start a new habit. So say we're, we're using the exercise more example or start exercising in general. But just by doing that new cue and then you showing up, even if you only show up for five minutes, you're getting that momentum down. You're starting to build this new habit. So it just becomes a habit. It becomes more automatic. It becomes more routine. I just love it. Remember, make cues of good habits obvious in your environment. I love it. So for small things, I have a tray. For big things, I have an ottoman. If it's something that can't really be moved, then I'll just put like a nice little note on one of my kind of trigger areas. Maybe you just put it in your on your desktop. Maybe you put a post-it on your mirror. Whatever it is, I just think that making cues for good habits obvious is going to help you leap towards your goals so much faster than goal setting, which, listen, I love goal setting. I'm sure I'll do a podcast on goal setting very soon. But in this, I'm trying to make it very, very practical and very tactical that so much of what we do and how our actions and our decisions and our work um, adds to itself is based on all the little things, all the little habits. And so priming your environment to align to the things that are most important to you is just so, it's so good. It's so important and it's so easy. So I challenge you, think about your environment around you and what could you remove that maybe is pushing you towards habits you'd like to kick and what could you add to your environment that could make you kind of have that cue have that cue so it's obvious and the decision's already be made. It's all about make it obvious and make it easy to to do. And that's how we start a new habit. And that's the hack for making it so easy. Say you, I mean, there's so many, there's so many ways that I do this in my life. So you just think, think of different things that you want to do and put it out, lay it out, lay the item out. So that way, when you have that free time, you're maximizing the time and you're kind of staying focused. So I, I tend to lay things out at night or when I'm not in a hurry, when my phone's not buzzing and everyone's, you know, people are needing me and all, and kids need to be fed and all that stuff. I tend to, okay, like I'm having downtime, end of the day, 
what do I need more of? Do I need more? Do I need more me time? Do I need to organize more? Do I need to make time for healthy eating or fitness? Maybe you want to start juicing. So maybe you put your juicer right in the middle of your kitchen. So when you go in the morning, it's right there. It makes it so much easier. Make it obvious and make it easy. I love it. And then these tiny little habits, these tiny little changes really can lead to big change. I'm telling you, I think motivation is often overrated. I think our environment affects us so much more. And here's why this really works. When you're busy, it reminds you. And it's harder to avoid it when it's in front of you. Like if you get up out of bed and you step up and you have to walk around your running shoes, it's harder to avoid it. It's you don't forget and you avoid less. Also, I for me, it's hard to remember all the things. So, ooh, another great example, this. So my little guy Parker has a scar underneath his chin. He's he's fallen twice and had to get stitches twice under his chin. And I really wanted, I found this great little kind of um, scar serum that's good for little ones. And I kept telling myself, okay, when he brushes his teeth, when I brush his teeth, put that little stuff on his chin. And for some reason, I just never did it. So now I just keep it right on the corner, kind of right by his nightstand. So it's right there. It's right there. And I do it every night. It's so simple, but it's something that I just wasn't doing. And I'm always like, ah, how do I keep forgetting to put that on his little on his little scar? So now make it easy, make it obvious. It's right there. So I remember to do it. I do the same thing. Like right now, my little Presley at school, she um, skinned her knee really bad. Like it is a pretty bad skin and it's, it's hurting her quite a bit. And she resists Neosporin and all the things. So sometimes I'll sneak in and swoop it on when she's sleeping. But bottom line is I want to remember to do it, you know, three times a day, but with life and all the things and everybody needing to be fed every minute, um, it's sometimes I forget. I'm like, oh my gosh, she, she didn't have Neosporin on all day and she really needs it right now. So I'll lay out the Neosporin on my trigger tray and just by seeing it, I'm like, oh, yep, need to do that. That's exactly what I need to do. Um, again, I don't think it's as ideal, but say you keep lagging on getting a gift for your mom, you could put a little note on your trigger tray. So that way, when you're passing by, you notice it. For me, this, this hack is really more like you want to, you know, if you want to have a juice every morning, a celery juice or whatever it is, put your juicer in the middle of the counter, put your running shoes at the end of the bed, put your huge water liters at your desk or at your desk and, you know, in the kitchen. It, it, for me, it's like those literal things. Lay out your supplements. Uh, make it make it difficult. Oh, here's a great one. So say you, let's stick with Oreos. Say you love Oreos and you want to have Oreos in the house, but you don't want to have them every night. Maybe you want to have them on Saturday and Sunday nights. So what I think you should do is just don't make it so easy. I read in one book that one of these experts would tell people to, you know, put a put a bin so it's, you know, secure so if you're going to put food in the laundry room or in the garage or somewhere else. But it has to be something where you have to like step up on a ladder to get to it. Put it out of the way or maybe you have a tall pantry. The whole thing is it has to kind of be difficult to get to. So you're putting a little bit of a barrier 
there is a very interesting law. It's called the law of least effort. And it says that we as humans gravitate towards the option that requires the least amount of work. Thought this was so interesting. Even for hardworking people and super people who have lots of energy and who are super motivated, naturally the law of least effort says we gravitate toward, towards what's, what's easy. What is going to get us there without um, a lot of work? So just like we want to make it easy and prime our environment to make future good actions easier, we also want to prime our environment to make things that we don't want to do as much of, like eating Oreos, difficult. Don't have it out on the counter in the jars. Have it to where you have to go to a closet, get a step stool, pull out the step stool, set it up, climb to the very top, get it down, put the step stool away. Like there's a lot of steps. So it just makes it a little bit more challenging and it slows you down. It makes you have to think twice, like, is it really worth it for me? So I love it. That's the way to do it for positive habits. And that's the way to kick negative habits. If you listen to this podcast a lot, you know that I believe in everything in moderation. I think that if you deprive yourself too much, then you go the other direction. So that's why I also love this hack because it's like, listen, if there's something you love that you want to do less of or something that's not great for you, that's fine. Let's just make it harder. Let's not take it off the table completely unless for your health you really need to. If it's smoking and, and, and you're having issues or something like that, then we should probably work on, on a, a, more, a more intense system here. But if it's something like having Oreos every now and then, just make it difficult. Put it higher so it's not like this forbidden fruit that one day you have one too many cocktails and then you just like, you know, eat an entire double family size thing of Oreos because you've deprived yourself that you crave it so much. I believe in moderation for things and I love this hat because it really works for me in this way. It's not like it's off the table forever. We're just going to make it a little bit more difficult to do and difficult to get to. This has helped me. I gave a couple kid examples. This has helped me really do those things with my kids that in my mind, you know, like on a on a drive when you're just thinking about things, it's like, yes, I'm going to read to my kids every night. I'm going to take Parker out and play t-ball. I'm going to work on Presley's vocab words every single night because she needs consistency for 10 or 15 minutes. Like all those things, like, you know, like that sounds great. But then when life is super busy, it's hard to remember those things. So I put them out. I put Presley's vocab words on my black ottoman. I put the t-ball set. I put the stack of books. Um, and then that way, it's it's a trigger. It's a trigger. It's already out. And in those moments of time, those 20-minute moments, those hour moments, or some days, maybe you are a little bit more foggy and you're kind of just like, oh, I'm just tired. We all have those days when you're not 110%. But I found it helps me still be productive and happy on those days because I have triggers set out. So it's less of let me figure out what I need to do and let me get motivated to do it. If I have triggers already set out, it makes it easy. You know it. It's make it easy. Put that cue out there to make it obvious and make it easy. When you're busy, it reminds you it's hard to avoid it. It's hard like I said, it's hard to remember all the things. So put it out there as a cue, as a trigger in your environment. I even think you should have a trigger tray like I do. I think that it's a nice way to have the things that you want to do in a little consolidated area. Like I said, so we don't have piles all over our house of all of these triggers that it's overwhelming. It's like the most refreshing thing because you just have the 
You just have the trigger in front of you. Make it obvious and make it easy. And I think this is the best way for these things to become habits and become a regular practice or a routine. And it just, it, it creates a new system for you. These small changes that may seem small and un, unimportant at first will compound into great results if you can stick to them for years. This is a long game for most things, not a short game. But I think that it is so great for growth. And like I said, for me, I feel like sometimes I'm overwhelmed by all the things to do. So this kind of just like takes the pressure off. Simplify it. Again, make it obvious. Make it attractive and simple. And if you're starting out with something, don't go for, don't tell yourself you you know have to run six miles or nothing. Put your shoes on and do five minutes. It's the momentum and it's just getting the habit going. Make it attractive, make it easy, get it out there in your environment. So think about your home and your environment and how many triggers you have out now that are contributing to good habits that you want to do more of and how many triggers that you have that are bad habits that might be a waste of time. Maybe like I said, we just did podcasts on having a healthy relationship with social media and another one on having a healthy relationship with your phone. But maybe if this is something you struggle with, then you remove the trigger. Maybe you move your phone charger into the bathroom. So you can't all of a sudden go to bed way too late because you're up scrolling if you have to charge your phone in the bathroom. I know a lot of people put use their phone as their alarm, but I have a fabulous thing for you called a hatch that is so great that you set up the time and it wakes you up by doing a natural light. And I have bird sounds. My husband's like, why are there always birds in the room? I probably need to change it off the nature program. But there are other ways to have alarms that do not involve your phone. And so I think remove remove it. And before you know it, maybe you're going to get two extra hours of sleep every night. And you're going to have a healthier mind space if this is something that I'm just using it as, as an example. But if this is something that you want less of in your life, less scrolling. Um, and I know for different ages and stages of our lives, it affects us more than others. So if you find that social media is bringing you down, seeing what other people are doing, or maybe you're kind of stuck in the loop of comparing yourself to other people. So you've decided, you know, you have clarity, you know, I need to be on social media less. I need to not go on these deep dives. I'm losing sleep and then I go to bed with, you know, maybe an uneasy feeling or anxiety or it makes me feel less than. Again, remember, these are the highlight reels of everybody's lives, but I get that. So let's not make that easy. Make it hard. Remove the trigger. Don't have your phone in bed. Have it charging somewhere else. Get yourself a hatch. Wake up to nature sounds and problem is... I mean, I say problem solved, but the problem is so much better. It's just about breaking it. Like I said, put the cookies high, high up in the pantry that you need a ladder to get to. Put your phone in the other room. So that just becomes the new habit. There's no chance of you getting in bed and getting stuck going down a rabbit hole on something because your phone's just not there. You've removed it. It's it's just too easy, honestly, for most of us. If you charge your phone right next to you to hop in bed, you're cozy, it's entertaining and you just start scrolling and before you know it, it's later than you want and 
experts say. I've also been reading a lot about sleep and I did a sleep podcast not too long ago, but the more we can limit our screen time and our phone use before bed, every study on this shows that our quality of sleep improves so much if we can have very little, if any, phones, computers, iPads, technology. Um, TV's not as much because the screen's not as close to you from what I've read, but every study says that it directly impacts the quality of your sleep. So, so many benefits there. If that's something, just another example, if that's something that you want, I want, like if you say to yourself, like get clarity first, say, I know that I want to spend less time scrolling social media. I know that it's not a good use of my time. I know I'm losing sleep. I know that it's not great for my positive mental headspace. Perfect. You have clarity. That's the hardest part. Now let's set up the trigger. Okay, this is something we want to break. So it's going to be a negative trigger, like a reverse trigger. Let's make it hard. If it's something that you want to add to your life, make it an obvious trigger. Get it out in front of you so you're walking out the door and instead of, you know, grabbing something through a drive-thru, you have your stuff out. You have your juicer, you have your healthy, healthy, whatever it is. It's your, it's your trigger. So the decision has already been made and it's out there and it's obvious, then you just have to execute. It's so much easier that it's so much easier to make a change this way, especially if you've been doing something a different way. Say you, you're in a routine right now. You wake up every morning. You Maybe you wake up a little late. You're in a hurry. You get fast food breakfast. It does not make you feel good. Um, it doesn't make you you know have energy after you eat. Maybe you crash midday. Okay, so we know. That does not make us feel good. So how can we hack that? Well, let's have a better breakfast to fuel our bodies. So we're going to put an obvious trigger out. So whatever that is for you, maybe you're doing overnight oats and then you have that first thing. So when you open that fridge, it's right there. Or maybe you're doing like a cool chia seeds up there or you have your juicer, whatever it is. Have it obvious, have it ready so the decision is already made and it's easy so you execute on it. I love this hack. I loved uh, researching this. Tell me what you want to hear more of about habits specifically. I will do a little poll on my Instagram story about this because habits are really interesting to me. And now that I've read lots and lots of books on it, I am excited to bring to you what experts say about this. And like I said, I think it's so important because it's what we do all day. It's how we spend our time. And I think that it's all the little habits day after day, minute after minute that build up. And this is how we see big change and big growth in in our lives over years with all the little things, all the little habits that we do all day. So this hack I love for making it easier to do those things that you really want to do and cut out those habits that you have that you feel like are not serving you. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. As always, my Instagram is at Lindsay's Cloud. And if you have a second, if this podcast or any of the podcasts um, have spoke to you in any way, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps our podcast grow. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. 
For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.